we're back and at it, folks. Um, we're recording this a late night Wednesday, late night Wednesday night episode. I'm sure you'll you'll be seeing it Thursday or Friday, um, or way in the future. But if uh, that's that's when it's coming out, but we're back on late night Wednesday episode. Brandon, how you doing? I'm Will. Welcome to PGO. I'm Will. I'm joined as always by Brandon. We're we're doing it loose tonight. How you doing, yeah. buddy? I'm doing doing really good actually. Uh, had a good last last uh, few days, and now now we get to do this, so it kind of just keeps feeding into it. Enlighten me. What were these last good few days? What made them good? What made them uh, fun? Just getting a lot of stuff head. done, and no, just just head. You got a lot of head. Being being productive and and whatnot. I'll leave it at that. Fuck, I call it productive when I can stay hard. Like I'm being productive. It's staying up. <laughs> See, you're not very productive often then. No, quite rarely. It's a big issue. Yeah. I'm on medication. Um yeah, the medication's propecia. It makes me soft. But I have a luscious head of hair. All right. Um, All yeah. right. You, you not know that? Not propecia, but like Rogaine or one of them. I don't want to get sued, allegedly. But like allegedly. one of the main ingredients is like estrogen or some hormone that like either blocks testosterone so you end up like you can't get hard anymore but like hey at least your hair grows back oh yeah oh no that's all all news to me there yeah i gotta look up the exact one but no, it's like a known it's very common or you get like you get mantids because you get like the extra estrogen in your system yeah you get some nice boobies on you yeah got a good fucking rack Ooh. In your forties, when you're balding, holy shit! Like my wife won't fuck me anymore because I'm balding, but now I got tits to hold on to at least. <laughs> okay, what uh, is? Uh, hell, have you have you been up to much today? What what have you been up to? What where are you coming from? The fuck do you mean? Where I'm? Where am I coming from? Well, I'm okay. Well, I'll be honest. Wasn't an honest question. I wanted to get into where I was coming from, so I was waiting for you to ping pong it back. All right, fuck it. We'll just roll to you. You, you. Where, where are you coming from? Comedy show. All so right. Fucking, that's what I do. Um, no, no, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, I came from a great show tonight at the Comedy Cave. Uh, here in Calgary, it was a good time. I was, I was seeing you before, kind of. We went on air. It was a sellout, stellar Wednesday night of a whole five people in the audience. Good shit. Great shit, man. It was. I mean, how uh, many of them were working? As you came, fair enough. Seven people in the audience. Sick. It was a seven audience show. Honestly, the the headliner killer dude, um, really funny guy, Robert Burrill. Look him up, folks. Um, really, really funny dude. But he uh, he was really nice. He was a fucking fun hang, and uh, he was laughing a bunch. Like he had a good laugh. So there's a few jokes where uh, the audience was quiet and reserved, and he was he was having a time. And then uh, when he went on stage, he made a comedy reference that the five people didn't really get, and I just started bawling, laughing in the background. And he went, "All right, well at least the host liked that." <laughs> So no, he was a he was a fun guy. Uh, good times though. I, I invited him on the podcast after. I was like, "Hey, do you want to come do my podcast, our podcast?" And he's like, "No, you fucking loser." <laughs> I was like, "All right, well, do you want any, do you at least want some dubby?" He's like, "Although I too wage war on big energy, I can't." 
It's too late at night. He wanted to go to bed, and he he knew he would get jitter free energy, and there wouldn't be a crash. So that'd be that'd be tough for him, right? Yeah, yeah. And you, you, obviously, in, you obviously didn't have the monkey madness. With I, you. I was not. I usually do. I left it at home. I uh, I usually keep it in my car. I do sometimes. I'll pop it after a show, man. If you're feeling a little little dehydrated, a little beat down, but you want some tasty, delicious hydration formula, man, that stuff hits the spot. But folks, as you know, we love Dubby. Yes, we do. And uh, they're coming out with a new flavor. Uh, their most yeah. recent one is the one I'm currently sipping on, which is Big Energy Tears, and we love that flavor. Um, Brandon, yours is currently in a different city yeah getting it very soon though very soon getting it very soon, very soon. no it's it's in and i should add it's in a different city not to the fault of dubby but to the fault of you yeah to the fault of me um dubby's perfect so that's on me and, my bad. and you're my, my if you're bad. wondering if you don't watch this or if you don't listen often and you're wondering well, what's dubby and where can we get it dubby is a energy blend energy powder drink formula uh, and you can get it online. And a great way to get it is you head over to our Instagram uh, or any of our social medias. But uh, Instagram and TikTok is at PGO Show. At Twitter is uh, at PG Overtime. And YouTube is Post Game Overtime, Post Game One Word. Boom. Got those out of the way early this episode. Boom. Slammed it. Slammed it. Uh, drop, but drop in any of those. Beginning. Yeah, we got it. We, we did it quick. We want it off the top. Yeah, not, not, you're right. We we want you to know where you You're can right. find us, folks. Um, but yeah, we uh, you click any of those links in the bio, and there is a link to RW uh, or not RW site, but RW link, so they know we sent you. It's always nice, so they know that. And then if you use code PGO, that's right, folks. The name of the show PGO is three simple letters. Uh, you can get yourself ten percent off at checkout. Yep. So what are you doing, folks? What are you doing? Click that right now. We'll wait. We'll wait. What do you want to talk about while we're waiting, Brandon? Good question. We can say whatever we want. We can say we can say whatever we want. Yeah, they're not listening right now. We can we can say naughty things. But we won't, folks. All right, it's we probably won't. been enough time. It's probably been enough yeah, it's time. Probably, they're probably back. Welcome Dubby's back. got a Dubby's got a quick website. They do. They have a. They have a good website. They, they do. do. They really do. I like their website. I like, I like. I'm not even sitting here just like jerking them off. Like genuinely, it's actually a pretty good website. It's a good website. We need a website. See, so can I'm like again. I'm website. sitting there like I'm trying. I'm trying to work on some stuff. Can, and it's can so we get the W people to make us a web? Who made W's website? I want. I want that website guy or girl. Yeah. Or individual. It's tough. I, it doesn't matter who it is. I just want the W site. I just want that that high quality. You know it, just like their product. Just like their product. Oh, Brandon, great segue. Um, All right, enough, enough, enough chitter chatter, enough, enough chitter patter. Yeah, let's get into some sports news. Because do you know why we're a sports podcast? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Uh, yes, we XFL, are. Are Sea Dragons still slinging dick the way they do? Yes, they are. They are. They are um, picking up a big win. But one we kind of predicted um, last week it was week six, if I'm not mistaken, right? And they were playing the Orlando. The Guardians. Guardians. The Big That's Guardians. Blank there. The Big Guardians. Orlando big Guardians. Guardians. And they were able to pick up a rumor, good 26 Rumor 19. has it you were almost a big Orlando Guardian guy. 
I'm not. I'm not saying you are. I'm just saying that I, I. I heard rumors that you were. Yeah. You might. That you might have been swinging in that direction. When was this? Well, you tell me. You tell me. Why was I swinging? I'm blind. I don't know. You tell me. Was this back in radio days? Because that's when the XFL started. No, I don't know. Maybe. What, what What is this based off of? I can't tell you. Can't tell you that. Well, yes, I, I like can. I, I, it right. was. It was back. It was. It was a long. It was back. Was I? But you're was a big I out the gates? Oh, I'm a huge Sea Dragons guy. We all know that. I'm a day one Sea Dragons fan. But why was I intrigued in the Orlando Guardians? Were they going to sign someone volatile? I don't know. I can't remember. But but I remember you were talking. You were like getting super pumped about the Guardians for some reason. I'm not sure what it was, but it, I thought it was so funny. I'm a big Florida football team guy, as we know from Tom Brady. Yeah. And Urban um, Meyer. Boom. And boom. Oh, got him in. Boom. We brought him in. We are, we're doing good this episode. Um, getting the plugs, getting the sponsorships, getting the references. We're checking all the boxes, folks. You know it. But speaking uh, but yeah, of no, teams huge, I'm ride or die for. The, the Sea Dragons. Who who's your favorite arena football team? Like the the Fan Choice Football League? No, the Arena Football. Oh, I don't fucking know. I don't even the know what teams Albany are in that. Empire. Okay. That's your favorite team. Alright. Ask me who well, one of its did, partial did owners they... is. Who's one of their partial owners? A B. Oh shit! You're right. Yeah, that's the, yeah, yeah. He had that, a whole lot his, of uh, money. Yeah, that's his. Um, an, or an arena football team. That's his Instagram bio. Now I'm pretty sure. It's just that he's like the owner of. Them. He's a baller. What can we say? Wait, did you say? Did, did you say partial owner? Yeah. What? Like, because I'm pretty sure I, it's more funny if it is this. Oh, he changed it now. Now his bio is just business booming. Oh, that's been his bio for ages. He had it changed for a bit. What was it? It it was saying that like he he was the owner of the team. Maybe maybe they already kicked him out. Oh, and then his uh his Twitter one has put that shit on. So put that shit on. He's he's been promoting that That's song for probably my favorite song ever um we listened we were we were hanging out last uh last weekend catching some of those fights or maybe two weekends ago it's been too yeah. long brandon um but we were listening to some of his music it goes too hard it doesn't no, need to go that hard it goes that. hard no you can't say that it's i think is the greatest Dude, there's music like ever. there's like maybe two or three the rest Dude, were so bad. Those two or three bangs. Oh yeah, those oh. ones hit. Different. His whole catalog, honestly, I would put it up there with the Beatles. No. Yeah, probably. Wait, like his like top the Rolling three songs? Stones? Like his top three. No, like his whole catalog. I would say equal, if not better than. I would say better than Beatles because I'm. I don't think the Beatles are like that great. What? Oh shush. I don't like like obviously I I think they're talented but it, like you know when people are like oh Beatles greatest band of, in the entire world like it's like no 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 but I I would put him above the Beatles his those the three songs 
the only three good ones he has. Would you put him above Charlie Puth? No. No, well, he's your no, favorite. Do that. He's very good. He's you talented. Him. No, he's you talented. Him. Well, obviously. But you, like, you wish you had perfect pitch. No. I feel like yes, that'd be yeah. annoying. I feel like that'd be annoying. What like I already, I already have enough voices in my head. I don't need pitches oh, and shit. Yeah, well, would, when it, at least you know that. they're telling you to swerve into oncoming traffic and be flat. Yeah, yeah. Um, our big Sea Dragons, they're yeah. taking on the Arlington yeah. Renegades this week. Uh, that could be a division-shifting game for game. Arlington. Yeah. Um, they are one game ahead, picking up a loss last week, I believe. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they, losing no, no. to San yeah, Antonio. They yeah, they lost to the Brahmas. So that, lost yeah. to the Brahmas. And we so, had the Renegades picked as well. Yeah, so that's really tightened up that race. As we were kind of even talking about last week that those games could really change that outcome. Uh, San Antonio now two and four with Arlington dropping to three and three. Yeah. Although where yeah, I wonder the what the match would be because week hunt. five, week five, Arlington beat the Brahmas, but in a close game. So if, if two teams are tied, uh, the first thing is their head to head matchups. You ready for this? Wait, you ready for this? Oh, never mind. It didn't load week six. It's like, it was the exact same score both weeks. No, um, San Antonio actually beat Arlington more than Arlington beat San Antonio the week prior, if that means anything, if we want to play the XFL math. Well, yeah, yeah, that's, that's how it works, isn't it? It's, it's the records against each other, and then... Um, oh, points four against? I th- that would make... Actually, maybe not. Now, this also brings up our old our old Minnesota Vikings theory, Arlington Renegades. Their differential is at minus twenty three. The Brahmas plus one. So Brahmas plus what's the Renegades? Sorry, minus twenty three. Oh, let's see. Well, there you go. And and the Renegades are a five hundred record and Brahmas have lost four and only won two. So they've yeah. lost. Double the amount they've won, and they still have a plus one differential, twenty four points more than the team above them in the standing. So yeah. this could be a lot tighter of a division than maybe we were giving it credit for last week. Yeah, it's also I like I, I know again it's only like a, a few games, but also something I saw was kind of interesting. Even I, even at the top of that division, the Roughnecks are four and two. Um, three of those wins being at home with zero losses, but when they're on the road, they're one win and two losses. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're getting it done at home, but when they're they're on the road, they're they're seeming to struggle a bit. And you're talking the Brahmas? No, this is the the Roughnecks at the top of the division. Oh, oh yeah, sorry. They're undefeated at home, but on the road is where they they're taking more losses and wins. Um, I w- I wonder what their team setup is. Uh, Heinz Ward spoke a bit in an interview. Now, again, he is the Brahmas coach, but he did speak about how coaching was a different experience for him. And he mentioned stuff like organizing hotels, which in the NFL, a coach would never do. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if, you know, it's a smaller league, I get it, but I wonder if that is something that's happening maybe in Houston. Maybe that does affect away games. Yeah, well, even it's like... um... 
Uh, even when you look in the NHL this year, like the Coyotes are, you know, still like near the bottom of the league in the standings, but they they're actually doing really good at home this season. Like they're they've got one of the better win percentages at home, and I think a lot of the reason is because they're playing in um, it's complete silence because no one shows up to the games. No, they're playing at uh, what is it now, Tempe Arena. So it's like five thousand. Um, it, it's it's for like university hockey. Um, it's not so it's a lot smaller of arena so obviously there's you know the dress rooms aren't as nice there's not the same equipment that there is at every other arena in the league like there's a lot less there so you know for teams coming in it and even the what the dressing rooms look like are absolutely abysmal and so i think that's a big part of the reason why teams struggle when they play there's because the the whole environment is completely different and there's a lot of the stuff that they're they normally have access to that they don't. That's fucking ridiculous. Just right. move the team, Gary. Come on. Exactly. Yeah. Move the team. Give San Jose Bedard. I will design. I will say though, with the Coyotes, and they and they have a very bad problem of not wanting to pay their current players. But they'll bring in all this extra money for guys who will never play for them. If they keep, uh, if they keep their um, first forward line uh, intact that they have right now, with the young players they have coming up, they could actually be a very like good team. Like obviously not a popular team um, as much, but they have the chance actually to be a very good team in like three, three, like three years or so. Three to ten years. But but again, it's like... And I think they're staying at that arena for like another three years. So, yeah. It, it's just not a good look when you've got a team that was forced out of their own arena and had to ask fucking university, hey, can we can we move in and live with you? Like, Yeah, that's a sloppy that, it's look. It's just embarrassing. Like, but Gary Bettman refuses to, you know, admit that he's wrong. So he's like, nope, we're gonna... We're gonna fucking keep it keep in Arizona but like you could easily move them to uh what was it Quebec City don't they have like a pretty much like a brand new arena there and everything oh yeah I think it's Quebec City and so it's like the market would be huge there like it's done well in Winnipeg even despite Winnipeg being fucking like um like the like the place no players want to go because it's so cold but they still fill the stands, and they probably got one of the best playoff atmospheres in the yeah. NHL. And they do their whiteout; like it's it looks absolutely sick up there with the sea of red, baby. Yeah, and then, so it's like, why not? Why not put another market in Canada that you know is going to thrive rather than Arizona, where like it's just piss poor. Do you know why uh, the NHL won't give Hamilton a professional hockey team? Why? Because then Toronto would want one too. That's good. Thank you. That's that's Thank a very you. good one. That's a very good one. It's not mine. It's like an old joke. I don't know. I heard it when I was like five years old. Some I actually never heard that joke told it. Really? I, that sounds like something that's like such an old joke. And I oh, have, I've never yeah, heard it's that. A groaner. It's a groaner. It's a fun one. It gets um, better every year. It gets better with age. It's going to continue. I'll say it every year, PGO fans. Um, so now let's just fuck with your day. 
So San Jose is not getting Bedard, eh? Um, he's no. going to Chicago. From from the moment, well, see, so we we you know kind of went a few days in between our last episode and this one, but during the time in between, San Jose actually dropped to bottom of the league, um, and they were sitting at thirty-two. The funny thing is, is in their last sixteen games, they only have two wins. And both of those wins are against Winnipeg. So it's like Winnipeg's the only team that San Jose can beat right now. And despite losing, you know, 14, there's, obviously there's a few overtime um, shootout losses in there. But like out of the, like 14 wins and you're still, and you were, just, and by the end of that losing streak, you were getting to the bottom, like at 32. Um yeah. It's it's going to be close. Like there's the four teams. Um, it, it, it's something we've been doing for fun um, over on the TikTok. Is every day we just go on to the Tankathon website and we just simulate the draft lottery there and we just post it and we're we're doing that up until the um, the draft the lottery draft. Just, just to see if any any of the ones we did ended up you know coming out the right way. Be kind of cool to see. Um, but we've been doing that for fun. But yeah, right now it's 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 come down to. Uh, to four teams kind of that are going to be fighting it out for the bottom, bottom spot in the end. All right. So, but it's very close right now. Like it's a very close race. It and is very close, but he's going to Chicago. I hope not. I hope not. I don't know. There's just, there's just a and part so of me tough. that will always root for original six teams. Call me no. an old fuddy duddy, but there's just, you know, it takes me back to my youth. It takes me back to when I was a young lad and Taves was ripping it up and uh, Kane wasn't exposed as a shitbag yet. The whole team was. Taves was good, no? No. Jonathan, no, really? The whole fucking team. All Jonathan. those guys. No, they all suck. No, what's your beef with Taves? He was, he was like a team kid on the Wonder Boy I, in the Olympics. I don't, I don't want to, like... And maybe it'll, like, I'm sure you've heard of it, and it'll jog your memory once I explain. But so, um, like, the whole sexual assault scandal against a former Blackhawks player when that was on the team when they won the cup in, uh, what was the first cup they won? 2010. Yeah. And so, if you, like, later down the road, this was only fully uncovered, was it, like, about, like, maybe two years ago, coming into the summer? Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a whole investigation, and then the player that was um, sexually assaulted by one of the team's trainers, um, he finally came forward and, and said who he was, and, and full full props to him. Uh, there was a whole thing on TSN. It was actually really good. Um, but he came forward, explained everything. A full investigation was done, and uh, so once it happened, this uh, the player went to... Like, I, I believe it was the owner and the coach and explained, like, what had happened and all that. And it was basically swept under the rug because they were, I, I don't even know for the reason. Like, they were obviously a very good team. I don't know if they didn't want to stir shit up, you know, when, when the team's doing hot or whatnot. But, um, so, yeah, so it, so it all came forward. And then even two former teammates that were on the Blackhawks team at the time came forward and said, like, you know, this is, this is also on us. We, everybody in that locker room knew about the whole situation and no one did anything about it. 
Uh, and then several players on the Blackhawks team when confronted denied it and was like, no, we didn't. We didn't know. Like, how could we have known? And it's like, there's, there's multiple people saying that everybody on the team knew and no one did anything about it. Jonathan. So, and it's, yeah, so it's kind of stained that franchise and the legacy of those players. Um, but, but for that reason, I want to see, and, and not only that whole thing, but like Chicago was good for how many years? Like they were like a, they were, a, they, uh, they were a dynasty. They had those three cups. They were incredible. So it's kind of nice to see them not like this is like finally when they're not a good team like even last year that i think they were still a decent team like they weren't great but they weren't terrible and now that they're like finally bad at the bottom for them to get like the next generational player it'd be like fuck here we go again you know give them a couple years and now they're gonna be back of the top for another 15 years that's what i'm hoping for for the patriots yeah but but so yeah anyways all all that with the Blackhawks, it's tough to root for them. Um, but yeah. and I would I would still rather... So if I had to rank like the bottom four teams, obviously I would want San Jose to be number one. No, really? Two, I would say Columbus. You know, because th- a lot of people say it's a bad hockey market, but it's really grown over the years. And I think adding Bedard to their prospect pool would, would make them like a must... Well, they will become a must-watch team. And then I would I would put Chicago and then Anaheim at the bottom only because I'm a Sharks fan. Really don't like the Ducks, and the Ducks already have a lot of good young players coming up. So like you don't need to add Bedard to one of the if not the deepest prospect pool in the league. So. I say fuck it and waste him in Arizona. See, so remember, like it, it's so tough now because Arizona's like. They're kind of getting hot. They're going to kind of, they're going to end it no, like, no, the they're 20, not. 27, 28. They're kind of battling that out with, with Montreal. So they'll be kind of sitting at fifth overall or sixth before the draft lottery. Um, it's going to rig it though. We all know this allegedly. I mean, I mean, I said it before, if there, if it was to be rigged, if Gary Bettman's hell bent on hot, the NHL staying in Arizona, like, that's the way to what do it. better way to keep him there than, yeah, you throw, you give him Bedard. Like, and I don't even think Arizona could fuck him up. Oh, they would find like a with, way. Like, with his skill, man, like, if you're, if you're the owner of, of the team, you get Bedard, like, you're seeing the money come flying. So you're, you're telling your guys, do whatever you got to do to build a team around him. Because that's, that's, I mean, you know, 5,000 people right now for the Cowboys ain't much, but you sell out every home game like Crosby and McDavid are doing for, you know, 15, 16 years of Bedard. I will say, though, make, obviously make money. they sell out home games, but, like, Edmonton never had a ticket issue, did they? Like, they've always had a devout, devout fan base, and I think, I think Penguins they sh- have, too. I think they struggled for some years back in, like, I think they did for a bit. Like, yeah, and, but, and even, even though for the Oilers... for the Cup in 06. Even when I say for the Oilers, like, struggling, like, it's not that bad. Like, they're still probably pushing 85 90%. Yeah. Like, for their standards, that's low. But like now ah, they're like enough. they're like over a hundred percent like every game. Overbooked like, like an Air like, Canada flight yeah, allegedly. Like, 
like it's it's packed it's packed um but anyways what's uh, I, uh oh sorry oh, oh no yeah, i want to hear this now you're packed what well, I was going to say, back to some XFL, I forget the game, but I saw, I want to say maybe it was the Renegades, but I saw one of the stadiums, and there was only, like, one set of bleachers in one end zone. Really? Like, there was no, or at least maybe the angles were fucking weird, but, like, it looked like there was but, literally, like, a thousand they, people. I'll think maybe. about it, though. Like, what are all these stadiums, like, at, that they're that they're playing at? Well, yeah, like, I wondered what the, if you well, if you think about the like McMahon, like obviously McMahon Stadium's fucking fossil in Calgary. Jeez, Calgary's got to get some new arenas actually. Like Saddledome and McMahon are both fucking I'm bottom bottom of their first. respective leagues. Um, better team. No, even first. even in McMahon Stadium, like which is something I similar think would be similar to some XFL teams. Like I would say, a, maybe the Brahmas at least. For like an arena, like some kind of like McMahon, where on the one side you don't have like they've got the big scoreboard, but there's no no seating there. It's kind of an open end. Yeah, no, but I'm so it could be something like that. No, I'm saying this. I'll I'll look up the team. I'm saying this one had only one end, no sides. What do you mean? Oh. Yeah, that's kind of weird. What do you mean, how? No, I said, oh. Oh. Uh, what, what team was that? Maybe Vegas? You, really? You don't think Vegas would be playing in the Raiders arena? No, look at this. Look at this. Um, Let me send you a picture. Oh, yeah, I thought Vipers would They're have been just in there. It's, it's, it looks like a high school stadium. Honestly. Oh. And like not that impressive of a high nice school stadium. Oh, I, I I didn't know that that's where they were playing. But mind you, I haven't really watched any Vegas oh, games. You're not a big Vegas Vipers fan? No, not overly. Um they got Jimmy G maybe. We went to he went he went to the Jimmy went to the wrong Vegas team. But hey Derek Carson. Oh shit, team. yeah. Yeah, it's like a high school field. Yeah. That's like something my high school, like I didn't play football. Uh, apparently I was fucking too big. Um, oh, yes, you were. Oh, but yeah, it looks like, like, yeah, it's a high school field. Yeah. Holy shit. That's rough. Yeah, look, okay, so I'll, I'll send you another picture here. I think this is their one. So it's a little more, but it's it almost looks like, oh. Do you know what it is? Yo, the, even the fucking caption on this. Do you know what it is? I think. What? I think it's a minor league baseball stadium. Really? Because look at this picture I'm just sending you now. Yeah, well, like, what their coach said about their stadium, Rod Woodson, because kind of a sick name. He oh, said if, yeah. if they put AstroTurf on a concrete block somewhere in the middle of the 215 will play on it. He's basically saying, like, we know we're playing at a shithole. We played other shitholes. Yo, that looks weird. Yeah, it is a baseball stadium. That's wild. 
So yeah, it is. It is why that makes sense. Why the um, yeah, the state the stands are the way they are because it's like it must be a minor league. Not, it doesn't even game. look like it's like a yeah yeah it's some yeah it's that's nuts. Yeah. Shit. Right. Maybe maybe if the Vipers do good, maybe their incentive is to do good and you get promoted to the yeah, Raiders well, facility. And realistically, I wonder if it's a dirt cheap stadium. Like, I wonder if they are keeping operating costs very low for this. Yeah. League. Oh, I, well, maybe. Yeah. I think they must be. But like, you have to. Sea Dragons play at Lumen Field. Yeah, but that's because they're fucking sick. Yeah, actually, that's true. Sorry for all the headphone that's users. True. I kind of got close and popped the f bomb there. Um. No, oh, yeah, that's true. They are. No, they but are. that's they deserve it. Yeah. Sorry, we just had to segue back to some XFL. That kind of that that figured out our hockey. Bruins are still on a fucking dick swing. Yeah, are they um, ever? As of now, Carolina, New Jersey, New York Rangers, um, Boston, Toronto have all clinched. Yeah, yeah, just those five so far. Not no team from the West has even clinched yet. With like eight games remaining, it's, it's a dogfight though. Like it's it's it really so close is. between some teams. Like the East is Vegas. pretty much kind of almost set in stone, like for yeah. what the playoff matchups are looking like. But the West is, and I think this is exact. I, I want to say last year, uh, it was the exact opposite in the West. It was like we pretty much know what matchups we're kind of going to get for the most part. But then the East, it was like because I think every team in the East finished with over a hundred points. So wait, how many? So it was so close. Uh, two. So it's the top three from each division, and then in each conference, there's two wild card spots. So Calgary's only out by three. Yeah, two, two points. Shut up. Oh no, yeah, no, yeah, no. You're right, three, because they don't, they don't have the tiebreaker over Winnipeg. So technically, oh, I'm three so points. So smart. Yeah. I'm so fucking technically smart. three. Yeah, three. Points. Yeah, technically, because I'm a genius. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't I don't know if we have any huge NFL news uh in UFC news. Uh, I got well, one no, NFL. actually we have huge NFL news. Lamar Jackson's requesting a trade or announced yeah. uh, that back in March 2nd he had requested a trade from the team. Yeah. Um pretty much saying he will not play for them. And see, like, and I told you, I said and Lamar Jackson I think has even said he'd be open to playing for the Jets. And I was saying the other day to you, I was like, how funny would it be if the Jets just said, you know what, fuck it, like Aaron Rodgers is dragging this whole thing out like let's just go get lamar and just get our guy and then rogers just goes back to green bay where all his receivers have now left to the jets like it if you can, if you can get lamar than the Jackson, one you're trying to build yeah it, w- it would be a different system than the one you're oh, trying yeah. to build but 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 when you get a guy I like lamar, he's exactly he's like a swiss army knife he does it all he's got um, all the tools yeah, but, like, but just realistically, as... <laughs> like, where does he go? Like, I've been saying it the whole time. I think the Falcons would be a great spot for him. Yeah, because but... they're not going to be in the playoffs anytime soon, and that's his only weakness. <laughs> but, but apparently, they're not interested. I guess Lamar said he's interested in going to the Patriots, but the Patriots um, aren't going to pursue him. Which I'm happy. I'm happy we're sticking with mac and cheese. Yeah. Well, like we said, this is kind of the year now where it's his, his make or break year. It really is, and who knows? We'll probably live to regret this. But I just, I have a thing for homegrown quarterbacks, man. I yeah. want the quarterback 
and it sucks because because now I'm gonna cheer less hard for Lamar because I was always cheering for him harder when he was in Baltimore because I just I like homegrown quarterbacks. I want the team that that got you to to win with you. Yeah. That being said, um, you well, know, being being the diehard like, Pats fan, even with Mac Jones, though, like it's so tough because like you got like people still gotta remember he was only a year removed from uh brady leaving yeah right and so it's like and 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 it's not fair to him but i feel like a lot of he's just you know people got to get used to now that like the patriots aren't gonna be here like what they were with brady and so he's getting that on like people are like these the people are trying to compare him to brady and what he can do or that or the team's success and it's like you know you let, let him let him cook for a few years and like, is he going to be the next Brady? No, but could he still be a good guy that can still bring the team a Super Bowl or two? I think he could. I think with the or right, three or with four the right or six pieces around him, could he get him six? I think he could. You can think that. Um, there is other big NFL news, though. Uh, what um, would that be? The well, I, hold on here. Think of some fun stuff. I'm gonna make sure I, I don't look stupid, before I say this. Folks, I'm be doing... sure to check us out on Instagram and and TikTok. Should I just redo the plugs? Bye, Dubby, folks. Use okay. code PGO. Okay, I didn't. I'm 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 right. Um. So the NFL they made a rule change where uh players can now wear the number zero. Oh, I did see that actually. And the very first person to come out and say they're going to be wearing number zero is Calvin Ridley on the Jaguars. Now, apparently, part of his reinstatement to the league was he had to wear the number on his jersey of correct bets he made. And so that shows that he didn't ride any PGO parlay. Or at least not when we were in the playoffs. Yeah, well, when we were in the Maybe playoffs, Maybe he was we a regular cooking. season better. Here, yeah, because we were, we were cooking. Um, but no, yeah, so Alvin Ridley's wearing number zero with the Jags. So that, that's, that's cool to see that, though, brought in. Do you think someone like uh, Gronk would have changed their number? Yeah, like imagine like one of the faces of the league. Like Hernandez. Like <laughs> Like Aaron Hernandez. Like, what if he wore zero? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You but... like that one? <laughs> or Henry Ruggs. I was, just trying, Anyways. I was just trying to get my composure back. Holy shit. Um... That was so unexpected. Oh. I'm fucking almost crying. Good. Oh shit. Um, That's funny. Oh. I don't even know. I, I don't even know think... the basis of that was off of. I forget well, where we were. Because you you said Ridley. Um, oh had yeah. To, had to wear like how many bets he won. Yeah, and and so and Hernandez would be wearing how many murders he was guilty of, and not zero. He's innocent. 
can't can't dive in there. Um, he's innocent, and according to the Netflix documentary we watched while loaded, he was just a misunderstood gay man. So, I think you're a bigot if you want him to wear anything other than zero. Like, imagine if Brady, when he was playing, like with the Patriots, is now just like, yeah, I'm just going to go to wear number zero now. Oh, jeez. That was funny. Do you think, who's going to be zero on the Patriots? I don't think anyone. I think a receiver. I think that's going to be a receiver definitely a receiver number. number. Yeah. That's a receiver number. Yeah. 100%. Or, or. Wait, so when they were zero. A fucking terrifying defensive back or end. No, like, but we like, all know that. Like, there's going to be the next Aaron Donald or J.J. Watt or even, like, a knockout safety, like an Ed Reed. Yeah. Not that there'll be ever another Ed Reed, but, like. There's gonna be like there's gonna be a corner or something with zero and he's just gonna decapitate dudes. The next Vontez perfect. Perfect would wear zero. But some I'm thinking like if you wear zero, like is it just one zero or two? Ooh. You know? Or or you can you maybe another number do you like, number do you allow another number of the double zero? Could one player have a zero and another wear a double zero? Exactly, right? Like I'm, I'm just, it's, yeah. I feel like, I, and so this is just me when I'm like just trying to picture it on a jersey. NFL, I would say it's just one zero. But if I'm looking at like a hockey jersey, I'm thinking it's double zeros. I think you know? the NBA is double zero. Like I know you can't in the NHL, but I'm just thinking like when I, if I picture on an NHL jersey, I think it would be zero zero. Yeah, like on an NFL jersey, I'm thinking it's just one big chunk. I think zero. one big zero is kind of sick. Yeah, one big chunky boy is kind of kind of cool. That would that would be sick. I would fuck with that. I would. Um, all right. I think that kind of wraps up our uh, our NFL news. Yeah, I got some uh, some CHL news, some Canadian Hockey League news. All right, uh, so I think that wraps up the episode, folks. Now, uh, thank you so much them, for tuning we're in. Giving them the recognition they deserve. Um, um, and next, we'll cover Adam Hockey. So, remember how I told you before how in the the QMJHL, so like the Quebec Major Junior League, you can't like trade your first round pick. Yeah, but in the WHL, you can. And so the other, like now that all the CHL leagues are wrapping up and playoffs are starting. Um, they, they did their draft lotteries. And in the WHL, the Prince Albert Raiders landed the second overall pick. Good for them. But the number one overall pick went to the Edmonton Oil Kings, who were the worst team in the WHL. Okay, and they'll get Bedard's Last cousin? year, no, Bedard's cousin is already on the Medicine Hat Tigers. He was drafted last year. But the Edmonton Oil Kings, they went on uh, their big terror and run last year loading up on players. They traded away their first-round pick for this year. So they were the worst team. They stayed at the bottom, but they don't even own their first-round pick. That hurts. The number one overall pick the Oil Kings traded last year 
They traded to the Prince Albert Raiders. So they have picks number one oh, and two in the draft. That's they have dead. one and two. Like how 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 sick is that though? That's honestly fucking unreal. Like that's next up. Because like I was watching it. And and you know, I, I like when WHL trades happened last year, like I don't remember that shit. And so I saw the Prince Albert Raiders were um they got number two overall, but I remember being like, okay, Edmonton had traded their, I me- yeah, because I remember, yeah, because I was like, I knew they at least traded it because they went on their tear last year, but I couldn't remember where it went, and then they flip in, it says, the Royal Kings, but it was trade to the Raiders, and I was like, like, damn, like, uh, you, got, you got number one and two now in the draft, that's, uh, that's nuts. Um, speaking of drafting, though, over in the OHL, the Ontario Hockey League, they are currently undergoing an investigation. Um, and apparently, this is all allegedly right now. So I'm saying allegedly. Um, but a- allegedly, there's proof um, that several parents had paid certain OHL teams um, a- anywhere between any- anywhere north of $30,000 last year in exchange for that team drafting their kid. And allegedly they there's proof of, of the transactions of the money being sent. That's like uh, so the Canadian like, version of that uh, college admission scandal. Which which was that? Oh it was like some celebrity paid for her daughter to get into some school. Right, yeah. Yeah, but so hey, I mean, if if they got proof of the money selling, like that's, and so then what do you do? Like, you know, and I also wonder if it's like, and the, and the part that honestly would like would break, like, like it would would really suck, is imagine you're one of those players and you, you got drafted, you think that you're on the team and whatnot, but then you now find out that your parents paid them to draft you, like that would imagine, be a really shitty feeling. Imagine finding out your parents paid $30,000 just so you could eat the cracker. You got, you got, you got to make a TikTok or something for that. That's amazing funny. Week. That's funny. Fucking... I need a video of you doing that. That's funny. Imagine them spending $30,000 so you to eat, eat the cracker. You, you eat the soggy biscuit. Yeah. What a fucking career you're having, kid, eh? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Imagine the parents find out that's what they paid for. That's where the money was going to. Jeez, man. That's nuts. So, uh, speaking of sports news. Yeah. Did you hear Gwyneth Paltrow allegedly fucked some dude up skiing? Really? No, I didn't hear that. Uh, she's currently getting sued. Oh. Oh, she's pulling out all the stops. What? What are the stops? What are, what are the reasons we're looking at here? Um, apparently she had her children read her testimony. Which to me just feels like, I don't know, 
I'm gonna have my kids read it. Like how good of a person I am. All right, here's what happened according to CNN Entertainment. Yep. What happened? Um, okay. Is facing a civil trial for a 2016 ski crash at a Utah resort testifying or testified that she froze when a man allegedly directly skied into her back, causing them to collapse to the ground as their skis tangled together. Paltrow testified on Friday that the collision forced her legs apart as she fell from behind her. I was skiing. Two skis came between my legs, forcing my legs apart. And there's a body pressing against me. Ooh, is she suing? Um, I don't know. Um, You're the one who brought the story to me. Yeah, well, I, I heard she was getting sued. Um, the man, uh, okay, he's claiming she crashed into him. Okay, so so she is getting sued. Yeah. No, no, I bet no, but I, I oh, heard anything about it. And and they're accusing her of skiing away after the accident. Oh. I can just get no, out of there. That's, yeah, that's a reason for huh. I got uh I got something here I wanna I wanna pick your brain on. Anything Gwyneth Paltrow related, I'm in. Her pussy candle, oh, let's talk about it. Definitely not. Um, Do you remember that? No. She made a candle that smells like her vagina. I don't, I don't need to know that. No, she, the candle, was, it was literally called, this candle smells like my vagina. I don't need to know that. I no. think, right? It was her? Not candle, not. yeah, it's the second thing that comes up when you type in her name. I didn't know about that either. I didn't need to. Um... No, but but so something I wanted to to pick your brain on. So, um, as as anyone who follows the PGO parlors go, you know, there's always lots of fun bets to be made, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, one bet that's or, or, or betting odds that are has really recently sparked a, quite a big debate online is when looking at the NHL, who gets the Norris Trophy for the um, best defenseman. And now pretty much, and so like obviously with the uh, the, the Art Ross, the Maurice Richard, like by the end of the season, you know who those go to um, for those awards, which is being most points and then most um, goals. Mm-hmm. And so then in this year, you know, the Selkie usually goes to like, it's probably going to go to Bergeron again. He's, he's the easy vote. Um, the Hart, obviously, I think McDavid based on, on this year, like it's been nuts. Vesna, we talked about before. Um, uh, fucking, what's it? All Mark on Boston. And, and so basically, a lot of the awards is like pretty much everybody kind of knows who's going to win those. Um, but a debate has been sparked about who should win the Norris trophy for the best defenseman. I think I should at least be in the running. <laughs> you, you would be a good defenseman. You're, you're a big, big boy. Buddy, me and Chara were the same height, except I'm a little shorter. I bet you're meaner, though. You got I that grit. I'm sexier. 
We've all seen his body, body, uh, ESPN body issue. He's a hot man. Yeah, I forgot about that. All right. Anyways, who's best defenseman? Um, in some, I'm in just the history of this year. I'm just pulling up the odds right now. So, right now, ob- like obviously, and I, and I think deservedly so. Eric Carlson's the very heavy favorite to win the Norris Trophy, and then. After him, it, it goes like guys like Adam Fox, Josh Norrissey, Kel McCarr, and Dougie Hamilton are kind of like... Dougie! And, and, so, and so now there's a big debate on, like, should Eric Carlson be, you know, um, this... Like, should, should he be the clear favorite? Because even though he's having one of the best um, point-scoring seasons by defenseman since, like, the 90s, um, he's creeping up to 100 points he's got uh eight games left and he's got to get nine points to get to 100 and but so a lot of people are like well should he like should he win like look at his defensive numbers like he he has a minus 16 right now i view plus minus more as a team stat not as much as of, of a direct player stat okay um and then their other argument is he doesn't play as much time on the penalty kill as a lot of these other guys like he's not out there and he's killing a penalty and and so it's like you know plus minus i say wipe it because you know again i don't think it's one individual player it's it's the same reason i don't fully view like wins losses as a goalie stat because like sure there's some games where like the goalie has just a horrible game and lets the team down and then, okay, sure, the loss is on them. But then, like, there's also lots of games where the goalie stands on their head and they lose, like, one nothing in overtime or one nothing in a shootout, and he has a great game. But it's like his team in front of him didn't do anything, so it's not fair for him to get the loss. Um, mm. And, and so, so I wipe that out, and it's like, okay, sure, uh, Carlson doesn't play as much time on the penalty kill. Um, according to these stats, he, per game, he averages more time on the penalty kill than Josh Norrissey. Uh, suck it josh and so morrissey you then by that logic count him out dougie hamilton only plays 11 seconds so count him out um and so basically the other two they're arguing is either adam fox or kale mccarr and like again at the end of the day then you look at those guys how can you not Especially an award where the Norris is basically always given to whoever puts up the most points by defenseman. Mm-hmm. But it's like, man, like, you know, say averages by the end of the season, Fox is maybe 75, 74, McCars 73, 72. And if Carlson's at 100, like, you know, and even so, like, uh, McCarr, not goals because. Not as much. Like, and Carson's also leading all defensemen goals. But, like, McCarr's got... So, 25 of his assists are on the power play. 24 mm. of his assists are at even strength. So, more of his assists are actually coming on the power play than 5-on-5. Five five. Adam Fox, he's got 25 of his goals are... Or, assists are on the power play. And 28 are even strength so again Mm. pretty pretty even but then eric carlson he's only got 18 power play um assists but he's got 51 even strength assists 
So he get so he like, gets it done. So like five on five, people can like sure maybe he's not the best in his own end, but for a guy who this year, how many defensive partner like he's the one guy where he's so good they just wrote like he's probably played with every defenseman on the Sharks at one point this season. Because you can, like, e- even all these, you know, guys they bring up from the minors to fill in for an injured guy, they put him with Carlson because you put anyone with Carlson, they're going to, like, Carlson made a career for Mark Mathot just playing with him because Carlson made him better. And so, it's like, he's making guys around him better, which is why they're comfortable playing these minor league guys with him. But then he's putting up a lot more, uh, um, points even strength than on the power play yeah so yeah that, that was my thing because it's it's honestly like it's got a lot of people like it's pretty much between carlson fox and mccarr um and and i've and my biggest thing is you can also kind of i would like mccarr's also played quite a few less games mm-hmm. and and even something like you know, with how bad Carlson was in recent years, maybe that's why he's actually doing a lot better. He's producing a lot better offensively. So, honestly, having one of the best defensive seasons I've ever seen watching. Maybe it's because he's not on the penalty kill. He's not, you know, going into the corners and getting hit over and over. He's not battling guys in front of that. He's not diving and blocking shots. Like, maybe, you know, maybe he doesn't need... Like, he's yeah. still out there playing at the end of the game when it's like... You know, the other teams in their end, there's like 30 seconds left. He's out there playing yeah. then, uh, but that is even strength, so it doesn't really show. Um, but yeah, maybe he, maybe playing him in a, you know, trying to just preserve his health is, you know, that, I think that's more important then. Because if you can get a guy putting up 100 points as a defenseman, but he's not playing the penalty kill, I think that's fine. I think that's, I think that's, that's, works awesome because then you don't need to go get another great offensive defense and then you, you can just have a bunch of good defensive defensemen guys that can grind it out on the penalty kill him and be a lead on that side and you won't even need defense once you get connor bedard exactly right for real but you know what that they was say, interesting. The it's, best it's gonna defense be something is an offense yeah, it's gonna be something that's very interesting to watch down the stretch so kind of as the odds change because carlson's like the very heavy favorite right now but like a lot of people are, are, are saying Fox and McCarr. So it'll be interesting to see how the, the, the odds change um, over. That over will be. That'll be there. fun to keep an eye on. Yes. Kind of see what, what they're looking at and who people are. Because like if, if you've got a bunch of people that start betting Fox and McCarr, like, mm-hmm. you're going to have to change the odds because they've got some pretty decent odds right now. Yeah, fair enough. It'll be interesting and, to and watch he, Yeah, here at PGO, we're going to follow that because you know how much we love to gamble. Um, Some more than others. Oh, I fucking love it. Um, get help if you need it, folks. Um, yeah, uh, we won't do UFC news this week, but in, next week we have the rematch between Adesanya and Pereira, so that's going to be an awesome one, and we will talk about that. But yeah. uh, other than that, it's late. I'm tired. Um, hold on here. I, I, we're going to do something fun here quickly. Double uh, it and give it to the next person. <laughs> nah, we're going to do this because it's fun. Thought daughter. This is fun. We're all about having fun. 
Um, so starting, I believe, it's either tomorrow or Friday. It's looking like Friday is when the WHL playoffs start. Now, I think it would be fun if we just predicted who would win each series. All right, I'm in. Do but we're doing this quick cool. fire. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so you write it down. No, I'm kidding. No, no. Okay, so starting off on the yes, there the eastern side. Um, yeah, the Winnipeg Ice, the number one seed, is playing number eight, Medicine Hat, the Tigers. I'm thinking Ice. I think they're they're them and the Seattle Thunderbirds are the two best teams. I think those two teams will go to the finals. I got history in Medicine Hat. Yeah, so you want case you're going with Winnipeg Ice? Well, you know what? I actually I, I used to know the guy that was the mascot for the Tigers and he was a good dude. Yeah? He was a chi- he was a he was a chill guy. So for that reason The Tigers aren't winning. Alright, fine, we'll go They're with not. Sorry We've guys. A number two seed the Red Deer Rebels hey, against the seven. That same mascot was a big Sharks fan, just letting you know. Oh shit, okay. You remember him. That, that doesn't change the fact of the series. You, you know who I'm talking about, though. I think so, yeah. He's the only other fucking Sharks fan in Canada, I the you. dude. You know how I'm I talking about. Name. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Um, um, but then, all right, okay, so we'll take the Winnipeg Ice. The next matchup, we got the number two Red Deer Rebels against the number seven Calgary Hitmen. Calgary Hitmen. Yeah. I think Red Deer's going to win, but I'm picking the Hitmen. Bucket Hitman all the way. This is a fun one. Battle of a uh, little Saskatchewan battle. We got the Saskatoon Blades versus the Regina Pats and Connor Bedard. I believe this is the first time Bedard's made the playoffs in the WHL. I say a tornado takes both teams out. I, 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 even though Saskatoon's the higher seed, it's fucking Saskatchewan. There's gonna be there's gonna be a deep freeze. Four of the players are gonna die. And they're going to have to cancel the series. Yeah. We'll go with that. Um, the uh, you know I'm Warriors. taking the Pats. Yeah, I already put it down. I knew you were. Are, are, you, are you not? No, I am. I think even though Sass, uh, the Blades are a higher team, like a higher seed, I think the Pats win. I think when Easily. you got Bedard, like you're, you're riding with them. Um, and then the number four versus five is the Moose Jaw Warriors versus the Lethbridge Hurricanes. I'm going with the Moose Jaw Warriors. Are you shitting me? I'm going with the Warriors. I think the Warriors will win. I hope Dan comes to your door and slaps your shit. Hey, fine, fine. For Hurricane Dan, we'll go with the Hurricanes. For those who don't know, oh. back when we had the radio station, uh, radio show in Lethbridge, we did have a weekly Lethbridge Hurricane segment from someone local in town nicknamed Hurricane Dan. So shout Great first guy. off, shout out to him. He was a fucking legend, still is. Um, second of all, shout out to the Hurricanes. Fuck you for picking Moose Jaw. What is going through your head? Why? Why? I, I, I was tired, now I'm awake. No, Do you know I, why? With pure hot rage i i do think genuinely i think moose shot is gonna win i'm driving up there right pick, now and i'm I gonna beat pick, the shit out of you i will pick the hurricanes i'm gonna light your house on fire uh, I, I will again it's the same as picking the hitmen 
I think Red Deer's going to win, but I'm picking Calgary. And on that note, I'll take the Medicine Hat Tigers. Kidding. If you want, I can throw them down. I can throw them down for nah, you. fuck that place. <laughs> uh, moving on to the west side, we've got the <laughs> Seattle Thunderbirds versus the Kelowna Rockets. Uh, I think Thunderbirds. I'm going Kelowna. You're going Kelowna? Yep. Kep? I'm a big Rockets guy. No, I respect that. Uh, then number two versus eight, we got Cam Loops versus Vancouver. Uh, Cam Loops Blazers versus the Vancouver Giants. I'm going. And, and so what are one, the standings? Uh, Cam Loops is the number two seed. It looks like here in Vancouver. Right, we're going with the Loops. See, so this is what I'm. I'm curious about. All right, this is the. This is by far the most interesting matchup. Because the Kamloops Blazers, they went out at the deadline and they made some, some big acquisitions. They really loaded up their team. But they're also the team that's hosting the, the Memorial Cup this year. So they get a free buy. They're already in the Memorial Cup regardless. If they go on and win the WHL League, um, whoever they defeated in the finals. Like if they go to the finals against, say, the Pats and Bedard. Even if Kamloops wins, Bedard and the Pats still go. So it's like if you're if you're the Blazers, you know, do you do you still just say fuck it, let's try and win out the league, or do you maybe sell a few games and then you've got a lot more time to rest up and whatnot for the Memorial Cup? That's a hard word. I think if you load it up, you would want to try and win both. See, like, and that's what I'm thinking. Like, I I like I believe they're gonna go out there and try to win. But, like, I also wouldn't be surprised if they're, like, especially if it becomes, a you know, a rough hitting series and whatnot, you know, they're, they're going to want to preserve their stars' health and whatnot. So I, I'm still going to take the Blazers, but it's going to be very interesting to see kind of what happens there. I don't think they're purposely going to lose, but, like... It'd be, a bad, it'd be a bad look for the WHL if they yeah, did. Yeah, exactly right. But I, th- I think they're a team that, that could very well win the whole thing. Like, th- like they could win the WHR and the, the Memorial Cup. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to take them. Uh, number three versus six, we have the Portland Winterhawks versus the Everett Silver Tips. Um, I'm going with the Silver Tip because that's the nickname for my cack. cat. I, I'm, I'm going to take... go after older women. I'm going to take the Winterhawks, but I'll get put it? you down for that. Silver I tip? No, I, I got it. That was fucking great. You might, to, you might need to go see your doctor about that. I don't think that's normal. And then the, the, the final one quickly here is just the Prince... What are they? Prince Georgia? Prince George? Prince, yeah, Prince George. Yeah. Prince George uh, Cougars versus the Tri-City Americans. It's going to be a, a good matchup, a good close one. Um, We're going with the Cougars because old Silvertip likes the older women. And the Cougs. I'm just going to put the Cougs. That's what we're calling them. Um, so if anybody wants to, to you know, know, know what teams are picking, we pick the, the Ice, the Hitmen, the Pats, the Hurricanes. And on the other side, uh, I took the Thunderbirds. You took the Rockets. Uh, and, then we, and then Blazers, I took Winterhawks. You took Silvertips. And then we got the Cougs. And for any of the Cougars out there listening. Um, All right, stop. All right. 
I have a, I'm in a loving relationship. That's what I was going to say to all the Cougars listening. I'm in a loving relationship. So DM my private account. Good plug, actually. Good plug. You've been, you've been nailing the plugs. Good for you. Hey, I have been. And if you're going to DM the account, make sure to get Brandon in on there too. Because we both respond to the amazing at PGO show on Instagram and TikTok at PG overtime on Twitter and at post game overtime on YouTube. Post game is one word, folks. Links in the bio gets you to all the other sites. So you, if you find one, you can find them all. And it can also get you to our W link code PGO gets you 10% off at checkout. Fight the war on big energy. Do you have any clown news before we get out of here? Oh, I was forgetting about clowns. I don't really know. I don't. Honestly, neither do I. I don't. No. Um, I'm just trying to think of anything. We'll see how this episode's ages. We we went went fast and loose. Actually, I do. I got one. I can throw myself on it. Oh, it is. Well, because this this was like back when we were doing the the NHL trade deadline episode. And I was kind of clowning on San Jose's GM Mike Greer because he was the one that um, went out and gave up that uh, that third-round pick for that defenseman prospect from Anaheim, who I didn't think was going to sign with San Jose. Um, but the other day, Harvard got upset in the playoffs, and he did end up signing with San Jose, actually, um, and is believed to make his NHL debut tomorrow for the team. So I'll throw myself on there because I was not very confident he was going to... Uh, Signed with the Sharks, but he didn't. Now he's he's already he's already getting to play in the for the team tomorrow. So he's I'll keen on playing there. with Bedard, man. Mm, maybe I'm maybe. saying it's gonna happen. I hope. And so. when it does happen, you're never gonna shut up about it. No, it become my whole personality. I'm As ready. It should I'm ready. As Oilers fans did with McDavid. Exactly. Folks, thank you so and much for listening. Hopkins and Hall and Yakupov and Eberle. Oh, especially yeah. Oh, and dry saddle for a bit. Yeah, they really, a lot of good they really like they there. Yeah, so I'm sure. surprised they don't get Bedard as well with the way Batman rigs the draft lottery for them each year. Oh, this is the this is the first time I believe since they've had McDavid and Dry saddle. It's like the one one and two in the league that they actually gave up a first round pick at the deadline to make the team better for them. God damn right, is they, they were not giving up anything to make the team better. So this is the first time they actually got rid of their first round pick to make the well, team. That's better. adorable. Good on you, Edmonton. Nah, man, they like Ekholm's been a fucking unit there. Oh fuck, has he been good? I'm not gonna let that team win a fucking cup. Yeah, no, it's never gonna well, happen. They, you picked them at the start of the year. They peaked with Grex. You have you had Toronto and Edmonton going to the finals, and it's still gonna happen. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Folks, thank you so much for listening. We're going to get a Matthews-McDavid matchup in the finals. There's going to be two Canadian teams, and I'm going to laugh in Brandon's face. We're going to do a whole episode dedicated to me calling him an idiot. This episode saying they weren't going to win this year. And all of a sudden, you're like, yeah, they're going. Because they are. I'm never wrong. If I've said that in the past, it means it's going to be right. It's fact. Okay. Hey, you you did say Cardinals are going to win the Super Bowl next year, so I like your... Or did I, like, I say Murray's like, gonna retire and like be a full time gamer? I like I like the way you think actually. All right, I'll back I'll back your picks. Honestly, I, I think Cardinals should go for Lamar. Stop. Stop. They already have a system built Stop. around a running quarterback. He's much better. 
Stop. Seriously. Stop. I'm only saying stop because honestly, if they traded Kyler for Lamar one for one, I wouldn't be upset. Yeah, because that would be... I love Kyler Murray, though, but man, like, Lamar Jackson... If they traded them one for one... That would be nuts. No, it would never be one for one. If they traded them one for one, Ravens got fleeced. I, I honestly, like... I actually did see someone say uh, on Twitter in response to it. They said, what if the Ravens did... um, I believe it was, like, their first round pick this year. And... Lamar Jackson for Murray and Hopkins. Or something like that. I think is what someone said. I think it was a Ravens fan too. I'm wondering maybe if it was Hollywood a Brown has already shit-talked the team so much that Kyler would never go. Oh yeah, that offensive lineman that shit-talked Murray, they re-signed him as well. <laughs> the Cardinals yeah. re-signed him a few days later. Good. Do you know why Murray sucks? I can't remember the offensive lineman's name. I bet I could throw a football better than him. No, I couldn't. Folks, we've gotten into the senile part of this episode. Now we're talking bullshit. We better get out of here. I was, I was trying to think of something funny to say. Yeah, we're blanking. I haven't, had my, I haven't had my W today. You haven't had your W today. Dude, I drink that shit all the time, man. Babe, you've hardly touched your dubby. Babe, you've hardly touched your dubby. <laughs> and hop over to the Instagram where we made a post about how much we love dubby. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah we did. Um, yeah. I think that so, thank you so much for listening. Get home safe. Oh, you, you still think you're at the comedy show. <laughs> Always call your parents. Do your homework. And um, eat, your eat, your eat your veggies. Don't take candy from strangers. And vote and for drink, Donald Trump. <laughs> I'm drink kidding. Dubby. And drink Dubby. And drink Dubby, folks. Um, yeah, thanks so much for listening. Have a great one.